Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, February 21st. Divine Provocateur. Today's scripture reading is found in Jonah chapter 4, verses 4 through 9 from, you guessed it, the message translation, which reads, God said, what do you have to be angry about? But Jonah just left. He went out of the city to the east and sat down in a sulk. He put together a makeshift shelter of leafy branches and sat there in the shade to see what would happen to the city. God arranged for a broadleaf tree to spring up. It grew up over Jonah to cool him off and get him out of his angry sulk. Jonah was pleased and enjoyed the shade. Life was looking up. But then, God sent a worm. By dawn of the next day, the worm had bored into the shade tree and it withered away. The sun came up and God sent a hot, blistering wind from the east. The sun beat down on Jonah's head and he started to faint. He prayed to die. I'm better off dead. Then God said to Jonah, What right do you have to get angry about this shade tree? This is God's word. Provocateur. Someone who intentionally causes arguments or discussions or intentionally makes other people feel angry, offended, or uncomfortable. Yep, sounds like God, at least here with Jonah. As Robert Alter sums it up in his comments on Jonah, God's initial comment to Jonah, what do you have to be angry about, is scarcely a response, but a provocation that leaves Jonah simmering. If Paul instructs fathers not to provoke their children to wrath, it would seem that this father is intentionally doing just that. Not that Jonah wasn't simmering already, but the divine prod only serves to turn up the heat, which is often what God does so brilliantly with us all. God sees his wayward prophet's peak temper, and rather than soothing it, provokes it towards further engagement, which the wayward prophet refuses storming out of the city and God's presence within it to fully indulge his angry sulk, which sets him up for further divine provocations. Let all of us prone to angry sulks take note. And in a story that has highlighted great things, a great storm, a great depth, a great city, a great fish, we now shift to a story of little things. Because when it comes to effective provocations, little things will do quite nicely. Just as the God of all creation had mustered a great fish from the depths, so now repeatedly he musters nature and its elements to do his bidding in successfully prodding and provoking his sulking prophet. First, there's the plant. In Hebrew, the kikayon. On that elevation outside Nineveh where he's gone to sulk and wait, hoping against hope that the revival he was humanly responsible for initiating to derail or fizzle out or for God to come to his way of thinking as an unreconstructed Israelite nationalist, that's alters, turn of phrase again, and destroy their enemies. 
Jonah makes himself a shelter of leaves, which poignantly echoes the fig leaves Adam and Eve fashioned for themselves in the garden. It's not adequate, but it'll do in a pinch. And now the divine fun commences. God musters a kikayon to miraculously spring up overnight. Now, we don't even know what a kikayon is. And this is the only place where the word is found in all of Scripture. Suffice it to say that it was as unique as the giant minnow of a fish that God mustered for service in the depths of the sea. What's important from Jonah's perspective, because it's all about Jonah's perspective, right, is that he falls asleep that night and awakens to the sight of leafy and lush kikayon, overshadowing his makeshift shelter. Who knows, maybe that's the pet name he gave it. Anyway, now he not only has adequate shade from the hot Mideastern sun, but he has a natural air conditioner. No doubt he took it as a sign of divine favor. Maybe things were looking up after all. But God isn't done provoking. Now he musters a voracious, wormy pest that overnight kills his leafy kikayon. And if that's not enough, as Jonah sits depressed over the sudden loss of an equally sudden blessing, God does yet more provocative mustering. This time of a hot desert wind that blows down his makeshift shelter and slashes at the now even more distressed prophet as the sun beats down in full force. Divine omen turns ominous, and Jonah is once again ready to die. So much here. So much of us here. So much of God's dealings with us here. And I suppose of all the possible takeaways we might highlight in this unfolding divine comedy, this is perhaps central. God passionately wishes to engage us like the Lost Boys and Hook, smacking Peter Banning in the face with a ball, yelling, Play! In our own angry sulks beneath our makeshift shelters, or perhaps just in our distracted busyness, he passionately wishes to engage us and the lengths to which he will go utilizing the littlest of things may surprise us. Perhaps it would be best all around to throw the ball back at him sooner rather than later. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how often do you conceive of God passionately seeking to engage you to play, as opposed to you always seeking to engage an apathetic, disinterested, and distant deity. Where does that latter image of God come from? How might God be tossing a ball in your face right now saying, play? Come, sit down, let's argue this out. That was your entreaty centuries ago through that ancient prophet we know as Isaiah. Help me to hear that invitation, that challenge, that play tossed in my face as fresh and relevant today with me as it was centuries ago with them. Blow down the makeshift structures of my makeshift life Consume the comforting kikayons that make my existence bearable. 
that I may be drawn into eternal tabernacles where your glory rests. My angry sulk fades, my unreconstructed perspectives examined and exposed as you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemy from which my unreconstructed perspective all too often is you. Let me allow you to narrow the gap again and again as once more you invite, come, sit down, let's argue this out, play in your mercies.